Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Expert Advice from Non-Experts podcast. I am Chris, here with my friend Chris. This is Season 2, Episode 17, the Wednesday show. That means we're going to be going over the slate, everything for Week 8. And, yeah, you know, Week 7 in the books, me and you didn't have a whole lot of luck, but, hey, Week 8, it's a new beast, man. (laughs) It's always... It's always another Sunday. Every time we lose on Monday, we got a bounce back. Thir- we got a thirsty Thursday and then a bounce back Sunday, potentially. Let's try to win on Thursday. And you know what? I'm going to get right into it because I'm already really confused about this Thursday. Let's do it. I mean, it's Ravens. It's Bucks. It's a Thursday night game. Hey, three weeks ago, we would have been sitting there. Hey, this Ravens Bucks game is our salvation, right? Mm-hmm. We would have been sitting there just begging for this one while we were getting all those one touchdown to, you know, a field goal game back to back to back, you know, Broncos country in prime time every damn week. And we're just sitting there now. It's Ravens Bucks. And I ain't gonna lie. I'm not even excited for this shit. This, this seems pretty bad too. After what we've been getting out of the Ravens and the Bucks these last couple of weeks. Oh, absolutely. I mean, obviously, there's always going to be potential when you have Lamar Jackson going up against Tom Brady, but as how they've been playing, the Ravens, I mean, they got some juice back thanks to Gus Bus coming back, but Lamar has not been looking good, and you have Tom Brady, who literally has no offensive line, and he cannot, he never could play well without a good offensive line. Like, Tom Brady always struggled under pressure, and he's running for his life. He looks bad. I think right now he only has eight touchdowns. Eight passing touchdowns going into week eight. Yeah, I mean, not good. As somebody, again, who also has a share of Lamar, a share mm-hmm. of Tom Brady on my fantasy teams, yep. I have the Lamar stack. I have Lamar Rashad Bateman. That shit Same. ain't popped off. Nope. I have Brady Godwin. That shit ain't popped off. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty grotesque considering that the Bucks kicked one field goal last week, and that was it. Um, and the Ravens... I, they, I mean, they ran in two touchdowns last week, but Gus still running in two touchdowns had like 16 fantasy points. So that means beside those two touchdowns, it yeah. was like 40 yards on the ground. Like that's not really impressive. It's just like looked into two touchdowns. Um, so I, the fantasy options in this game, you know, I'm worried for, especially in Thursday too. It's like you get it on Thursday and then it's like, okay. Uh, you're either going into Sunday feeling pretty good, or you're going to Sunday going like I'm gonna get killed, mm-hmm. and that's just what it feels like to me. I mean, the over under is 45 and a half points. It's not really low, but it's just I don't know. I'd want this game to be good. Everybody wants this game to be good. We've been looking forward to this game, and so far the Ravens have not been as impressive as I would have hoped, and the Bucks have not been as impressive as I would have hoped. That being said. Both these teams rebound like no other. Yes. I mean, you ever see Tom Brady lose like three games, three embarrassing, by the way, like losses in a row? No. no. So that's why I'm actually, I'm on the Bucks this time around. But I mean, I'm not like saying that as more of a, like, a, I think they're going to put up a convincing win. I think it's more like the Bucks are going, I, I think both these teams are going to have a great day on Thursday. I really do think they are. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. The only thing we'll say, I'm leaning more towards the Ravens side of this ball just because just because I think Lamar Jackson is just going to outplay the Bucks defense. And I think the Ravens defense is going to be able to get to Tom Brady a lot faster. Also, um, who had any idea that was it Justin Houston still plays football? And he play, he starts for the Ravens. Justin Houston's been incredible this year, man. I had He's no idea that he still played. I realized it earlier this year. I completely forgot to mention it in previous episodes. I was like, oh my God, this guy still plays? It's nuts. So like he, I think and he's still an animal. Yeah, it's insane. Um, so I think he's going I won't say he like personally is gonna have a day, but he's gonna create a lot of pressure against Tom Brady and you don't even need to sack Tom Brady to really make him be horrible. You just have to get pressure, make him feel like you're going to hit him and then he is always bad. And I think the Ravens are going to do that constantly. I think there's going to be maybe not a lot of sacks, but a lot of, you know, QB rushes, QB hurries 
And that's where it's going to lean it onto the Ravens' favor. Well, obviously, the the Bucks are going to have to step it up. The mm-hmm. O-line has been horrible. Awful. The defense has been bad. And that defense isn't supposed to be bad. That offensive line isn't supposed to be bad. You know, Lenny, I mean, ain't getting it done in the run game. But there's too many weapons for me to say that the Bucks are ever out of a game and including yeah. Tom Brady, of course. But that being said, it's the same thing for the Ravens, right? I mean, they don't have the prolific wide receivers, right? But it's it just feels like the Ravens run game hasn't been convincing this year. Uh, a lot of in and out pieces. You had Dobbins, you had Drake, you Pain. had Edwards. Pain. It's like, I you know, it's I don't know exactly what the identity of this Ravens team is because in prior years it was you know strong run game and then I the deep ball to Marquise and I just don't think I think they're really hurting without Marquise Brown um the past game in general um it was definitely a big loss for them for sure that was a big loss for them yeah, I don't know why they got rid of him because like I said this past game just hasn't been really good. Uh, it's been trying to be supplemented through Duvernay and Bateman, but Mark Andrews is still supposed to be the guy over there. But I think they're just they're understanding that when it is just Andrews, it's just too easy on the defense, especially without a run game, mm-hmm. to kind of plan against them. That being said, like I said, you you pick the Ravens. I can't I can't even fault you on that. I mean, Bucks. it doesn't feel great, but it just feels like, you know, I can't really see Tom Brady lose three games in a row. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to side with the Bucks here. Yeah, and I can't fault you for that either. And I think one thing that's going to help, I think, the Ravens again, too, is Bateman was hurt, and now he's coming. Like, last week, they kind of, like, used him. It seemed like Lamar really tried to throw him the ball and just wasn't getting to him. Like, the connection wasn't there. I think they're going to solve that this week against the Bucks. We could give us some more time practice with them. And I think if Gus Edwards can move the ball, because even though he had 66 yards rushing and two touchdowns, fantasy wise, it wasn't the prettiest because he wasn't involved in the passing game. But if he can move the ball as well as he did last week, I think that's going to really open up the little like play action to Gus, have Lamar roll out and have Bateman deep. And so I think you're, you could see that happen because it has happened this season when they had Dobbins back the one game. So I think if Gus Edwards can move the ball like he did last week, I think that's going to be the defining factor for the Ravens. Like I said, I, I'm just hoping more than anything, this is going to be a good game. Yeah. Uh, I got fantasy assets in, on both teams, so I could really use a fucking barn burner of a game. I like the over. I re- if you believe that both teams are going to show out offensively, I think both these defenses are susceptible. So I don't, I don't really hate the over. 45 and a half points seems a little low. Seems like if this was, again, three weeks ago, we probably would have been more looking at like a 49, 50 point over under. But mm. so just given what has happened these last couple of weeks, you know, Bucks getting shut out by the Panthers defense, getting cooked by the Steelers defense. You know, it just seems like Vegas adjusted for that. But I don't know. Maybe this Giselle stuff's also getting the Tom Brady and maybe he's just like can't get his head in the game. I don't know what it is, but. Either way, I'm going to side with the Bucks. I know we got our pick and pool we'll talk about later on, but we'll get back to that later. Yes, sir. Starting off Sunday, we're back in London. Um, like I said, love-hate relationship with the London games. Uh, that being said, I'm fine to miss this one. It's Broncos at Jags, but like we said in other episodes, is this London home? I don't think it matters, like, whatsoever. Um, either way, Jags are two-and-a-half-point home favorites. Over under of 39 and a half points. Dare I say it one more time? Let's run. Are are we really doing this again? Bro, I think we got to do it. Even though Jacksonville in London, they play very well, though, there. Because it is pretty much like a home game for them. Like, there's been so much talk and rumors that they want to try to actually move the franchise to London. They actually have a fan base there. so They do play really well there, but Russ is coming back. He's playing. And also, apparently, thanks to some news I got 
today before the pod was that Russell Wilson, it was like an eight hour flight, whatever, like the time travel it is. Dude. And he <laughs> yeah. slept for one hour and then the rest of it, he was pacing Bro. up and down the plane and stretching his hamstring. Like, dude, that dude is ready to like murder. <laughs> So, Dude, he was like in the aisles, like doing burpees or something like that. Like, legitimately a weirdo, bro. I mean, that being I, said, personally, personally, if I'm on that plane out during that ride and I just got Russ next to me, just like <laughs> stretching, I'd be like, yo, Russ, go sit the fuck down, man. Like, the hell? We've seen the way you've been playing, man. No one's impressed by it. No one's motivated, right? Like, but I don't know. I guess Russ still thinks. You know, he's motivating that team. Um, that being said. Broncos country. Let's ride. Yeah, I mean, I'm riding. I think the defense is good for the Broncos. Uh, I don't know what the hell they're doing. I mean, they just are still just running Latavius Murray, like, over Melvin Gordon. Like, okay. Um, so the run it game, I'm not no really sense, excited man. about it. Yeah, I mean. I'm not a head coach, I guess. I My brain is very, very tiny compared to these head coaches because I just don't understand what the hell they be doing sometimes. But, I mean, like I said, I'm not scared of the run game. The defense is something to worry about. Uh, and I just don't think Jacksonville's that good. I think they're getting a lot more respect from the books than they should be a lot of these weeks. So I'm just going to continue going against them and take the Broncos two and a half. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna agree with you there on the plus two and a half. I almost, I did last week bet the Giants on the money line against the Jags, and that did hit. So that plus money was real nice. So it makes me like I'm tempted to go with even the plus money for the Broncos, but I don't feel I'm that confident in it just because you know I've lost. I I don't think I've won coin this season on the Broncos. So that's makes me real scared to put anything on that money line. So I do like them though, plus two and a half. And I almost may play it safe and throw it on my teaser too, but I do like the Broncos here and I hate it. Cause we say that every goddamn week. Yeah. Honestly, when you said it, it kind of hit me there. I don't think we've actually won any money on the Broncos yet this year. Never. And I think we've like bet them just about every week. Um, I don't know why, we're still doing this to ourselves, but it's like they gotta get it together one of these years, right? Because you have the potential. Like we know Russ is good. We know he is. Cortland Sutton is good. Judy is good. And even though they lost Javante Williams, which is a huge loss, Melvin Gordon is still good. And they're not using him. They're running, you know, 85-year-old Latavius Murray out there. Like, this could just be another one of those we don't trust the coaches, we don't bet the team type of ordeal. Like where it's almost like where that's kind of where I am with the Packers now, where it's like I just yep. I don't like the coaches, so I kind of just want to stay away from them. This it's so tough, man, because like we haven't won anything on them, but like you said, they just got to get it together. But the thing is crazy. We don't even know. Like, do you want to bet on the Broncos even on the spread? Because apparently there's been talks about Judy uh, being traded to the Giants. That's been a new rumor going around. And if there's any type of truth behind that, how motivated is he going to be in London? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, Judy also probably wants to put out still good tape, even though sure. I don't know how that Broncos offense says, yeah, we're good enough without Judy. I mean, that's like ridiculous. No but uh, that being said, they're going to have him for this game, unless anything changes. So we'll keep up to date on that. But another London game over under 39 and a half points. Putrid. I'm sorry, London, man, but... You know, it's it's already dark and grainy and gloomy over there already. So here's a here's a good football game to go with that. You know, absolutely. <laughs> Next game we have uh, a real uh, real dilemma here. Oh boy! So you know, it's the new New England Patriots at the New York Jets. Jets are two and a half point home dogs and over under of forty and a half points. Oh man. <laughs> What do we do about this one? 
This is not a matter. Did they come out and say Mac Jones is the, is the starter? Uh, not that I am aware of yet. But here, I'm going to try to look that up right now. Yeah, look that up. I, I, I've been hearing things. I don't know what the exact status on that is. Um, I would prefer to go against Mac Jones. Fat. <laughs> no. Are you really? Bro, stop it. Bailey Zappi's way better than Mac Jones. <laughs> no. I've said it every week. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like, no, you really, you'd rather play Mac Jones from you? No. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so you, that, that makes sense. Mac Jones is going to be the starting quarterback week eight against the Jets. Came out okay. five hours ago. Okay, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. Again, I, I feel better about that. I'm taking the Jets here. I understand we, and it's not even the the Brees Hall. The Brees Hall situation is a real downer, but it's the Elijah Vera Tucker injury that has really got me fucked up over here. Mm-hmm. When I'm trying to think of the Jets and what we can and can do. Um, but I don't like this Patriots team. They just got dismantled by the Bears. Mm-hmm. And the Jets have an all-around better team than the Bears. Like our defense is better, our offense is better. Um I we're home. We're not in Foxborough. If we were in Foxborough, okay, I get it. But we're home. We haven't beat the Patriots, so it feels weird saying it. Um, I'm gonna take the Jets here, but that being said. I, I'm not going to take them in terms of like the pool situation because I got to hedge against myself. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I don't I don't ever bet the Jets on this show because I want to continue to celebrate the wins. <laughs> that's a, that's fair. I mean, the only time I ever put the Dolphins on any of my um of my plays is just when they're in prime time, which has only been one. It's been twice. And one was real and both, one was rough. One was just pain. So I know what you mean that you don't want to throw money on your team. That being said, I'm throwing some money on the Jets. And I hate to say that, but I think I truly think the Jets are going to win this game. I think outright, even with that injury, I think that's huge. But I think Michael Carter is going to be really is going to do really well in the passing game, like in the screen game. And Zach Wilson is going to have to start throwing the ball and prove that he can do it. And I think with the receivers around him, I think Elijah Moore actually might show out a little bit so and with that offensive line you're gonna have to do a lot of quick passes which i think that's how you're gonna beat new england and your defense is your defense is solid i can't deny it the jets defense is a solid defense that i think they will i think they could stop mac jones easily and i'm not scared of new england's defense like i've been in years past i mean for them to just get carved by the bears i mean that that was telling right mm-hmm. so i'm not gonna i'm not going to fear them the way that i normally would especially not in foxborough so that being said i'm hoping i mean we win this we're gonna be six and two that's two wins in division then we got the bills next week and we need to win this game let's just say that right <laughs> Yeah, this one, when it comes to your record, you got a, what you got coming up next? This is going to be a, a really big game for you. Next game, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles are 10 and a half point home favorites and over under a 43 points. Oh, man. What to do with these Steelers, bro? They suck. Like... They're not good. No, man, they're not. Eagles just made that big trade. Big trade. Um, Robert Quinn and the Bears. We were just talking about the Bears team over there now in Philly. Just a huge haul. I don't know. There's no real update on TJ Watt. I think his window isn't open. They said he's like practicing, like he returned mm-hmm. to practice, yep. but he's not actually coming back. So, I mean, Eagles 10 and a half coming off by just got to respect that and just can't think that the Steelers offense can really get anything done. But like I said, as I say every week, I always get a little shaky with the Eagles covering these big spreads because they like to make it interesting, man. They do. They really like to. They like to make, they like to have the challenge, you know, they really do. But I do agree though. I think the Eagles are going to win this. I don't think the Steelers is going to be able to keep up that offense just can't move the ball no matter who they have a quarterback they just can't move the ball at all 
So that's why you got to go the Eagles with their offense. But I will say, looking at the Eagles schedule and with that team around them, I'm not surprised that they're undefeated. Like I they talk I feel like the Eagles fans are and the Eagles are going crazy with the fact they're undefeated. If you look at their schedule, their schedule isn't that tough. It's the easiest schedule in the NFL this year. It is absolutely like insane. Walk. It's absolutely insane. They went Lions, Vikings. I'm like, okay, Lions easy. Vikings, okay, decent. Commanders, Jags, Cardinals, decent game. Cowboys, decent game. And then they have Steelers, Texans, Commanders, Colts, Packers, which you wouldn't think would be an easy game, but like it kind of is now. Titans, Giants, Bears, Cowboys, Saints, Giants. Like they yeah, no, they I easily mean, they win the next four like, weeks. They could easily yeah. win. That's this- why I said I think they become the first seed. Don't get me wrong, I do think they do. And then like just lose. Like it would be second round of the playoffs, right? Because they would get the bye week and then they'll just come out and like lose to like the eighth seed because I don't know. They're just not actually good. They're just beating up on really bad teams. And yeah, this week's another example of it. They're beating up on the Schittsburg Steelers, like Who's gonna fucking who's who's gonna actually think that this game is gonna go the distance? You know, this isn't gonna be where Pittsburgh's gonna make a surprise, you know, game out of like when they made it with the Bucks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't think the defense can handle the Philly offense, and I don't think the Philly defense is really going to struggle too much with Kenny Pickett. So, I agree. yeah, I think the 10 and a half is solid. Yeah, I definitely think it is. And I'll probably even just add this to my teaser parlay and just add, you know, because I usually do about like a six to seven point tease and just bring that down to minus three and a half. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm actually doing that in the dock right now. I'm coming back with the teaser this week. I need to I need to go swing for the fences this week. Get some uh, get some cash flow back. Hey, man, I went two for two of my teasers last week. That's good to hear. I'll have to piggyback. Next game, I'm going to give this one off to you in a second. Miami Dolphins, three and a half point road favorites to the Detroit Lions over a 51 and a half point. Very high over under. And yeah, I'll let you take the floor. So Tua is back. It was so happy to see him play and how And I honestly thought he I said about a little bit during a recap, but I definitely think he played very well. For coming back after the injury, I wish that he took care of himself a little bit better and try to protect himself a little bit. But the Lions, man, they are just honestly a dumpster fire. Unfortunately, I think this is going to be the end of Dan Campbell. I think the end of the season. And they have so many injuries there. I'm going to say Brown, I believe, is still under concussion protocol. So we don't know if he's going to play. And that's huge. DeAndre Swift most likely isn't going to play. So that being said, I like the Dolphins here minus three and a half. And I do like them on the money line i am leaning towards a little bit more towards the under in this game actually just because the dolphins showed against the steelers that they can move the ball but they just struggle to get in the end zone and i think the dolphins defense is going to be able to actually slow down and make it a tough day for jared Goff that he won't be able to move the ball so i do kind of like the under in this game but I'm always scared to bet those, but I do like the Dolphins minus three and a half, and I do like them to win outright. Yeah, I mean, the Lions, though, they've been bad these past two weeks, right? Mm -hmm. Jared Goff has been exposed. He's getting beat up on. Um, Maybe it feels like they come back and have another, like, good game where we buy back in again and say, all right, Detroit's not as bad as we thought. But I don't know if it comes at the expense of this Dolphins defense, which is pretty good. And Miami's offense should be able to score against this Lions defense. Like, this Lions defense sucks. So I like the Dolphins, three and a half. That's fine. But, hey, anything more, I'd start looking the Lions' way. Yeah, okay. I think that's fair. I think that's fair just because the Dolphins tend to give up big plays too as well if more points start adding to the Lions. So I could see them, you know, keeping it potentially close. I mean, the Lions, when when they're on, they can make it competitive. So, like, it really depends if they're on. Do I think that's going to happen? I'm leaning towards not, 
But if they're adding, if you get more points to the Lions, I think that's even an easier way to go. Yeah. Next game, we got Arizona Cardinals at the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings are three and a half point home favorites and over under of 49 points. And I don't know if I just keep falling into this trap like I'm just stupid or something, but man, I like to bet the Cardinals here. I do too. I really would. Dude, I do too. Right? Like, do we just like continue to fall in this trap? Like the Vikings aren't actually bad. Aren't they five and one or something? Yeah, they're not bad at all. Like Kirk Cousins is playing a little bit better and you got, um, you know, Justin Jefferson. It's always Justin Jefferson. But the Cardinals last week played so good. D hops back. And I think Diop's going to have a big game against this to kind of compete one up with Justin Jefferson. And that defense played very well. And we have to remember, it still is Kirk Cousins. It's not Kirk Cousins in prime time, so he's going to play better. But it's Kirk Cousins. Yeah, well, like I said, the primetime Kirk Cousins thing, it, it is true. I, like, he actually just stinks for some reason. But this Cardinals defense has kind of got gotten their stuff together, right? Like they've been clicking. They I know they beat up on a bad Saints team just last week. But that Saints team has also been like surprisingly able to score. So the game was closer than we would have thought, though. The Cardinals really didn't they got the huge lead and then they didn't really sustain it. Mm -hmm. So that is a little worrisome. Uh I don't know. The Vikings coming off the bye, though, with all the talent they have. I also mentioned Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook. Um, I want to take the Cardinals three and a half, but I think in a pick them, I'm still picking the Vikings. Okay, to be honest, though, I'm actually... So I like the Cardinals plus three and a half, but I'm actually still picking the Cardinals. So this is the one game I'm gonna, we're going to have all different right. in the pick them. Hey, man. I mean that's good. We we need we need some uh some competition going on over there. Oh, and that's how I've gotten the lead I've gotten is because I've strayed away from you guys' thought and I've been uh been right a good amount of times. You know, I, I gave right, you right, last right. week. I gave you last week because I didn't take the Jets, even though I should have. But that being said, I did that with a cause, because I would rather have the Jets win than, you know be disappointed because I not only did I lose the pick them, uh, the Jets lost. So I don't want to double down on that, you know? So even this week, I'm going to take the Pats over there because I'm still not taking the Jets. But I think the Jets are going to win this one. Um, <laughs> that being said, I like that we're disagreeing on some of these games. Like I said, I think the Out Vikings time. being 5-1 and one are... It's not as convincing as a 5-1 and one as we would have thought. They're just kind of silently doing their thing. They should be much better than we really give them credit for. And I think I do fall into the allure of the Cardinals thinking that they're actually really good. D-Hop's resurgence. I love D-Hop. He had a great game. Great game, back. Great game I don't think D-Hop's going to be enough to overcome the Vikings. If this was prime time, though, I'd be taking the Cardinals. Okay. I mean, I can say that's fair, but I, I think around that defense is going to be better, is better than the Vikings, honestly. And then also you have, you still have Zach Ertz, like, you know, and Kyler Murray does like to throw it to him. So you have Zach Ertz and, you know, D-Hop, but I think it's good. I think this is going to be one of the better one o'clock games for sure. I completely agree. Next game, Chicago Bears at the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are nine and a half point home favorites over of 42 and a half. Did, did the Bears convince you at all? On Monday night? No. Like, it's kind of crazy that they didn't to me at all. They played really well. I don't want to take that away from them at all. Like, it was shocking. But I still think they're just a bad team. No, yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't think the Bears, like, like I said, that's more of an indictment on the Patriots to me than anything. So I'm taking the Cowboys. I think their defense is really good. Nine and a half. They could get a couple turnovers, a couple picks. Um, and the Cowboys are, got Dak back and they're, they're going to get into a rhythm, especially that passing game. So I do anticipate the Cowboys to win pretty convincingly. Yeah. And also Cowboy fans at the last game chanting that you want Cooper rush. Relax. Dak hasn't played football in six weeks. And he never played in the preseason. He's a little rusty. Dak will be fine. 
relax. Cowboys win this game. Yeah, this is not a Zappy situation where Zappy's actually significantly better than Mac Jones. This is Dak is better. Cooper Rush beat up on cakewalk matchups with good defense. So it, it's a completely different scenario. 100% and, agree. And Dak still won that game last week. So yes, sir. it's not really, you know, there's nothing really to complain about. Uh, next game, Panthers at Falcons. Falcons are four-point home favorites over under of 41 points. Uh, is this four points respectful of the Panthers beating the Bucks last week? I mean, they beat the Bucks bad. They beat them real bad. This four points doesn't feel respectable with that, right? But like, it's yeah. I, I'm leaning towards like agreeing with you with that one, just because the thing about like, yeah, the Falcons play competitive, but also I remember Mariota threw only 19 times last week. So, like, how can you favorite a team that has a quarterback that doesn't throw the ball? I mean, I'm not excited about the Panthers. I not think last all. week was a big fluke. I think they got some good defense over there. But the Falcons have actually come out and had a much better defense than we thought, too. Um, that being said, they just got picked apart by the Bengals last week. So... That's not good, but I don't see the Panthers having the ability to dismantle the Falcons defense like the Bengals did. Yeah. I think it's Falcons minus four. I'm not convinced of these Panthers, PJ Walker, cool, everything like that. This is still going to be like a bottom two team in the NFL. The Falcons are just a bottom five team. You know, it's a little different. Yeah, no, I definitely, I think I'm going to agree with you on this one too as well. I like the Falcons here minus four. I think that team general is just a better team than the Panthers, especially with the Panthers having all their talk, everything going on with them, all the trades is it just kind of almost like it's going to start crumbling down for them real quick. And who knows, you know, there's, we're not at the trade deadline yet. So for all we know before Sunday, DJ Moore could be going to like Green Bay. You know what I mean? So like you add that to it too as well. You just don't know what's going to happen with the Panthers and who, which team is going to actually be there. So that being said, like, I'm going to go with Falcons. We know what Mariota can do. He can keep the game close, even though he doesn't throw the ball. So I'm definitely going with the Falcons on this game. Next game, we have the Raiders at the New Orleans Saints. Saints are one and a half point home dogs. An over under of 49 and a half points. High scoring game coming here. New Orleans, I mean, they've been, even though they've been bad, they've been, like, really good at scoring. Like, it's been kind of weird to see. I guess it's just that Taysom Hill bullshit, right? Like, they could just kind of nickel and dime you down the field, and then they'll just break one. And they, they break a lot of them. But mm -hmm. the Raiders should have this one. The Raiders are a very good team. One and a half, that's enough for me to sit there and say, okay, give me Vegas minus one and a half. It's borderline to pick them at that point. Um... The defense is better. The offense is better. Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs has got a contract year, so he's balling. He's playing so good, man. Yeah. So good. He's like he's JT last good. year. He's been playing real good. And it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I should have been putting like Josh Jacobs on like touchdown parlays. And then I'm going to do it this week, right? Mm -hmm. And then he's going to fuck me. I already Absolutely. know it. <laughs> Absolutely. I already know it. Absolutely. Absolutely. But again, also to go into just my points about this game, I am going to agree with you again. The Raiders should. The Raiders have so much talent. Josh Jacobs, you have Devontae Adams, Derek Carr, you have uh, Waller potentially is playing. You got to go. I think Raiders minus one and a half. I think you win. I agree with them. They're just doing it pretty much as it should have been. It's pretty much a pick them. Uh, but I think you got to go Raiders here, minus one and a half. And I like them too, even on the money line. Danny Dalton at the helm. Like, I don't think they're going to get it there. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not scared of the Red Rocket. No, no, he's he's done. He's a, he. And again, he's out of fuel. I'm not scared of Jameis is back there either, though. I want to want to let you know that, too. <laughs> Dude, he's hungry, though. He wants a W. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't always get what he wants though. Thanks. Um <laughs> next game, starting off the four o'clock games, Titans at Texans. Titans are two point road favorites and over under a forty and a half points. 
Um, give me the Titans. Not convinced with the Texans still. I know they've been better off than they've been in many years. Um, the run game's pretty good over there. But this Titans defense has been playing exceptionally well. I think this is, we're right getting to the point where Derrick Henry comes alive. And I think he's going to be well alive this game. Mm-hmm. So Titans minus two, I'll take it all day. I definitely agree. I think Derrick Henry, he hurt a lot of people doing, especially me, to not getting the end zone last week. But like you're right, the second half of the season, we get close to that point. But Derrick Henry really just, he just can't be stopped. It's like he turns on a second gear where everyone's slowing down. So, and Houston, they're just, you know, they're just not it. They honestly, they just aren't it. So I'll take the Titans minus two. I'll take them on them. I'll take the Titans on the money line. Tannehill's playing a little better. The only thing that this team could do better off is just get Robert Woods more involved. He is literally like just non-existent. So for any, for all fantasy owners that got him, I am fortunately not one of them, but I know your pain. So Get him involved. Derrick Henry's going to have a good day. I'm definitely going to take a look at his props. Titans all day. Next game, we have the Giants at the Seahawks. Seahawks are three-point home favorites to the 6-1 and one Giants and over a 44.5 points. I mean, how disrespectful is that, right? The Giants have not been favorites like in any of these games, and they're just 6-1. and one. It, which is kind of nuts, but also, though, I kind of get it just because, again, they have no I mean, receivers at Daniel Jones. the Jags. I don't no, get okay, that No, okay, okay, that's true. That's true. That one I don't understand. And even though they did make me sweat it out, man, I had them on my teaser parlays, and I had them on my two Moneyline parlays. I was sweating th- those out, but... I every other game when they still haven't been favorites, I get it. They don't have any receivers and they still have Daniel Jones throwing to them. That defense, again, no one really talks about it. That defense is very good. And Saquon Barkley is playing so good. So good. And it's crazy how they he still can't be stopped when you know that's all they have. If you if this game turns out to Daniel Jones needs to throw the ball, the Giants lose. But that's why they're not favorites. Because they think Seattle have to get him to that point because Seattle can move the ball. Gino knows how to score. DK is going to be a little question mark, essentially. But that being said, I like the Giants here, man. I'm, I think at this point, until they start not adding points to him, I think I'm going to keep taking the Giants. Yeah, I I might end up taking the Giants. I don't know, like... I do think Ken Walker is just playing very good football. He's so good. I think the Seahawks, like with Geno, um, they're just better than I would have thought. So they're just surprising too. So even though the Giants are surprising, the Seahawks are also very surprising. I don't know. Um, I just feel like I'm going to be taking the Seahawks and a pick them. And I'm probably also just going to be taking the minus three. That being said, it just it's probably just still me being biased, not thinking that this Giants team deserves to be six and one. But, but you know, I mean, who am I? Like, I'm over here saying I don't think they deserve it. But eh. hey, man, just hats off to New York being able to play football again. Yeah, I know. Both. It's weird. But the thing is, no team is actually co- playing convincing football. That's the issue, right? Like, yeah. the Jets, I mean, I thought we were playing some decently convincing football. But now, given all our injuries, it's it's a little little different. Um, but the Giants just haven't convinced me. It's like you know, people are saying, no, Daniel Jones, he's playing good football. Bro, it's like he's still just running. Like, it's, yep. he's it's not like, throwing the ball. When he does, it's like it's when you call so when bad. they call Lamar a running back, you know, it's the same. Well, what the hell is Daniel Jones then? You know, he's just being a running back. You know, he's not actually throwing good balls. You're not wrong, but honestly, though, like, so I'm still gonna, I still think just because that defense, um, I think they will be able to kind of s- slow things down. I'm not convinced enough to put the Giants on the money line, but I do like still like them with the plus three. I, Maybe even I definitely think like him even adding seven to him, make it plus 10 against Seattle. But a little part of me, just because I mean, great, it was against Jacksonville, but because they'd hit on the money line last week with a plus, 
it makes me almost want to ride with them again against Seattle, but I just know that's incorrect. I mean, it's not incorrect. They're six and one. It should be very correct. And they're <sighs> still not favoriting them. I don't know. It's they're disrespecting these giants, but it like feels incorrect to bet them on the money line right now. But you're right. It shouldn't. Yeah, but that's the thing is I'm 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 fine disrespecting the Giants. I don't respect them. I don't think they're good. I don't think their record it makes any sense whatsoever. So honestly, I've been very surprised by the Seahawks. So I'm just gonna take the Seahawks and and ride with that. Um <sighs> I don't know why it's like like these games are actually just the hardest. It's like, man, what the hell? But that being said, that's why we're here. That's why we're talking about it. And I, I just think the Seahawks win this one on the ground. So I'm going to rock with them. Can't argue. We got the Commanders at the Colts. Colts are two and a half point home favorites. Commanders with Taylor, Taylor Heineke looked a lot better than with Carson Wentz. Um, beat the Packers. Packers, though, we've all called it. They're cooked. I mean, that's that's what we're going to say. And then they come out and beat the Bills this week or something. But we're saying the Packers are cooked, so we're not really giving the Commanders that as a really strong win. Uh, Colts made a quarterback change. Do we think Sam Ellinger is going to be better than Matt Ryan? I'm already on record on Monday. I'm saying yes. I picked up Ellinger. I'm going to rock with him. You know, a little bit of a... Get him at, get him the week early before his breakout. You know, I, I think he's going to be it. He has a lot of weapons. Good run game. Matt Ryan just couldn't get it done. I don't know. He's just decrepit. So I'm going to rock with Ellinger. I'm going to rock with the Colts. Colts two and a half. I actually am going to even, I'm going to agree with you just because Matt Ryan, it, it can't get worse than what they had. So I'm definitely going to ride with the Colts. He's still got JT there. He's going to wake up eventually. I think it could be this week. The commanders are the commanders. They're just, you can't convince me that they are honestly a competitive team. So I'm definitely going with the Colts minus two and a half. You have uh, faith in Ellinger? I do. I do have faith in him. They have a decent amount of I think with him they're going to be able to try to get Jonathan Taylor more involved in the passing game and they do have I think Pittman is good enough that he's going to be able to make plays for this quarterback so I do have faith in him I have more faith in him right now than I do Matt Ryan Matt Ryan I think he just he's washed he needs to hang it up yeah RP Matt Ryan he had a great career but it's for sure. over for sure I mean, it's over he, for him to not be able to work with this team i mean it's definitely over oh, next sure. game we got the 49ers at the la rams rams Great are one and a game. half point home dogs and over under 43 points what rams are we gonna get that show up though like what are we actually gonna get from these guys Dude. i don't know we're going to get, you know, the Jalen Ramsey crazy celebration for getting a sack. And then he's just going to get burned by Christian McCaffrey. I, I think Christian McCaffrey is going to ju is going to break his ankles. I want to see that. Can that be a C over under that on DraftKings? Add it. I want to see that. I think this game is going to be great. I think um, the 49ers, I think, are going to bounce back, even though as Jimmy G. Have you seen? Speaking of the 49ers, have you seen the like the rumor? It's not actually true rumors, but what like people want to see happen for the 49ers to do another trade. Did you hear about this or see this on Twitter? Which one? The people want to see happen the 49ers trade with the Bucks and trade Jimmy G for Tom Brady and picks. That it would be crazy. Could I don't you, think they'll go. Could you they imagine? They gotta go and do that though. I mean, Jimmy G, man. Which I like, feel bad for Jimmy G if that's what happened. But you give Jimmy G, even though it's a terrible offensive line, you give him now Godwin and Mike Evans, and then you give Brady, Kittle, Debo, and CMC, and a better offensive line. Could you imagine? That would be crazy. Could I you mean, imagine? It really would be nutty. Man, that being said, I don't know why Jimmy G has to get all this Tom Brady trauma his whole entire career. Career. You know? <laughs> and right now, you're looking at Tom Brady. No one's impressed. So, 
Give me, I mean, give me the Rams here. I still believe in them, man. I really do. Like, it doesn't make sense to me what they're doing. I don't know if McVay's just out coaching himself. Okay, they already ruled out Cam Akers from the contest. I get it. So then that's it. It should be the Daryl Henderson show, and you got to get a run game together. I mean, if you're not gonna, if you're not gonna run Acres, then you need to just get your run game together with Henderson. So let's see if that works. It just, it really is a shame what's going on with Cam, Cam Akers there, and it's tough because Aaron Donald is gonna wake up one of these days, right? And Aaron Donald is go, going to be a force against any offensive line, so it makes you want to go with the Rams. But the reason why I'm going to go with the 49ers on this game is just because I trust the 49ers defense against Matt Stafford so much more than the other way, rather Jimmy G against the Rams. Just because Matt Stafford is leading the league in interceptions, I'm pretty confident he did it last year too, and he's leading it this year. I think he's going to throw some terrible passes because you got Bosa going to be all up in his face. So I actually like the 49ers here. I think Kittle's going to have another great day. And, and I think this is going to be one of the best games of the week. I mean, don't we remember when the 49ers just lost to the Falcons, though? Like, I mean, that still is yeah. very relevant in my mind. I don't know, man. It's like I'm convinced. of. I was convinced of the Niners. I said, okay, this is a Super Bowl-bound team. I mean, they just lost to the Chiefs in a pretty bad loss. So clearly they're just not ready. Um, obviously McCaffrey's going to get more integrated this week. You know, I fully expect him to take over at least 75% of the snap share. So that's going to be really good for them. The Rams got to get it together. Absolutely. I mean, coming off the bye week, I'm going to trust that Sean McVay gets it going. We got to hope, man, because I definitely want to still, I want to see this offense come alive like it did i want to see aaron donald have a good you know a good week because the rams team is an exciting team to watch so wait and see i think it's going to be a great game and uh i'm riding with the 49ers let's go sunday night football we got the packers at the buffalo bills bills are 11 point home favorites and over under a 47 and a half points there's no reason we should be taking the Packers here. No reason whatsoever. The Bills are too good. One. Bills are way too good, man. Stephon Diggs I mean, is an animal. The Packers have been just getting dumpstered by bad teams. I mean, there's that. They just can't. Like, the Bills, I just, the Packers don't know, like, how to win. Do you see, I know you're not a big fan of, um, like, you don't really watch a show or anything like that for uh, the Pat McAfee show. And they, oh, I used to like Pat McAfee, but he's a sellout. So, you know, <laughs> so I enjoy the Pat McAfee show. And uh, every Tuesday, Aaron Rodgers comes in and AJ Hawk asks Aaron Rodgers, it goes like, what did the, you know, Washington do that like threw you guys through your offense off the game so much. And Aaron Rodgers just straight up said nothing. He goes like, they rushed four guys. They were in cover four. Every once in a while, it just threw some man. They didn't do anything specific. <laughs> so, like, even Aaron Rodgers, just like, like, he almost seems like he's given up. Like, you know, so when you have that, you can't ride with that team. And the Bills are just so good. Stephon Diggs is a monster. Stephon Diggs is so good. Gabe Davis can't stop scoring touchdowns. It's Bills all day. And Bob Miller is playing like he's going to be able to play defensive end or outside linebacker for another 10 years. Yeah, I mean, for Aaron Rodgers to still do interviews and just like, you know, I mean, we know he's given up. It's not even like a matter of like, oh, like is Aaron Rodgers like done with this team? No, he's done with the coach. He's done with the team. Um, I think he still like will get it together will it be too late probably i don't know you know i don't know if this team makes amends and does something right by aaron Rodgers. i know we talk about it every week but i just DJ don't think Moore. it happens do it do it right i mean like i said it, it doesn't happen against the bills though it just doesn't happen against the bills 11 points though 
a lot of points. Um, but I do think the Bills can still cover this 11. So I'm going to take the Bills minus 11. I will add them to a teaser because uh, I never like taking big spreads like that. But I am. I do still trust the minus 11. I just like to play more cautious. Well, good. And then lastly, we have Monday Night Football. We have the Bengals at the Browns. Browns are three and a half point home dogs. Bengals have been so good. That Super Bowl team that we should have been seeing all year. Yep. This Joe is what Burrow. we wanted since week one. We finally got what we wanted since week one. Joe Burrow's playing great. Great football. Tyler Boyd is getting involved. So it's not just the Jamar Chase. T. Higgins is still a monster. I mean, in terms of like receptions and yardage, like T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd are neck and neck. Jamar Chase obviously has the lead. Hayden Hurst is contributing a lot to that pass game. And we still didn't even mention the uh, run game with Joe Mixon. So mm-hmm. that being said, this team does still seem like limitless. I would like to see them get it finally together. The offensive line has played better. Um, they're not letting Burrow get hit as much. And the Browns, you know, I think they've done very good without Deshaun Watson being there, but they're not ready yet. They still, they need Deshaun Watson. So until that happens, I do think this time the Bengals, they cover this three and a half. They have a convincing win on Monday night. I really can't go wrong with any, like you can't go wrong with any of that. I definitely agree with you. I think Joe, I think Joe Burrow is going to, play so well against the Browns here I think because last time they played it was a little bit of like a slower game so I think they're gonna they're really gonna show it Tyler Boyd has been a monster he's an extra you know weapon that he's finally because he hasn't been great early on this year so he's finally coming out of shell showing it so I like them with the spread I like them on the money line I'm adding them to my money line parlay and I think it's it's gonna be always fun to see primetime Joe so I'm excited for this game And just like that, we're done with the week eight spread. So when we go over it now, we have our pick contest. And given the Ravens bucks, you are taking the Ravens, correct? Yes, sir. And I will be taking the bucks here. We got a lot of uh, contest uh, contradicting picks this week. So hopefully uh, one of us is very happy. Uh, me and the other one is just like <laughs> you know the just maybe four four right games i don't know whatever oh, you're okay end up with. okay we'll see you have a thursday night parlay for us yet i do not have the thursday night parlay yet i am still cooking it up it's in the oven right now just waiting it for that timer to go off and what that what i really mean is i'm waiting for uh draft to put up one of those same game parlay promotions thank you when you ever cook that up, just uh, know that it will be tweeted out on the E-A-F-N-E pod Twitter. That is at E-A-F-N-E pod on Twitter. So make sure you go, you check that out. And Barroso will have his game winning, just overall pocket filling Thursday night same game parlay for us. That being said, I believe that'll do it for another episode. Goodbye, everyone.